a lot of steps now since we're live on Facebook. <laughs> it's the 161st episode of the Mina's House podcast. Welcome. I'm Mina Say What? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. Jack Stuckey. Oh, my God. So, look, it's been a crazy ass week. Uh, we're going to keep it light. You know, we're going to keep it real light because the world is kind of upside down right now. But, um, you know, I want to hop right into what's going on in our feed. Um, I think the biggest thing for me this week has really been Plies' teeth. <laughs> um, listen, I am a teeth person, okay? I love me a man. When I look at a man, the first thing I look at is his teeth. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the lineup and then I look at the hands because if your hands are a little bit too feminine, I'm not I'm not doing that. That means you don't do nothing around the house. I can't have that. What if, the so, hands are dirty? What? what if the hands are dirty? That means he does a lot around the house, but he's dirty hands. Nah, mm-hmm. dirty hands don't don't work either. It got to be you got to be in that. You know, you got to have real strong man hands, dirt, like clean man hands. I don't want no polish. I don't want nothing black. You know how they be doing none of that. So uh, but Plies got rid of his gold teeth and now has his little pearly whites and looks like a completely different man. Yeah. Like, what were your re- what were your reactions to that? Plies look like a whole joint. Like, yes. I was like, you should have been did this. Thank you. <laughs> ben did it. He looks really, really good. Like a total new person to me. He that was amazing. Franklin. He looked just like Kirk Franklin. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yes, he kind of does. He looked even more. Now you can't tell him apart. But now I'm I'm, I'm happy, you know, he, he did what he did. To me, that's just evolution. Because I know, you know, uh, gold teeth is really big in the South. Like, yes. that's like a statement. And that's like a status symbol for them. Uh, I actually thought, like, his, like, all of his teeth were actually gold. <laughs> or were they caps? They were caps. Caps, okay, yeah, okay. It's not but because I know there are people from down south that actually do that. They actually replace their whole teeth mm-hmm. with that. But that's a big step. That's what's up. That is me. He growing evolution, and uh, I don't know why he buried the teeth, but you know, <laughs> with the spoon. Yeah, uh, comedy, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm you, Mina. Like when I meet people, like the first thing I notice is like the teeth, and like. I always thought I had like really good teeth. Like I've had, I have, I'm going through a second treatment of braces because I'm that anal about like how my teeth look. Yes. But now seeing plies his teeth, I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have got braces. I should have got the veneers. Like I, was, <laughs> I, want, I want those loving hip hop celebrity teeth. Like they're so big and white and unnecessary. That's what I want. Like so badly. But one thing I will say about plies is that he has that. He keeps posting pictures smiling and he has that. I just got my braces off to show off the teeth, but you don't <laughs> know how to fully like smile. <laughs> So you think he has veneers? I thought maybe he just had really nice teeth under there and he just had like the gold caps on them. I don't think nobody with gold caps on their teeth has nice teeth under there. I really don't. <laughs> so you think he had rotten mouth up in there? I think it was. a. Because think about it. When you go to the dentist, us regular, there's always something they can scrub off of our mm-hmm. teeth. Yeah. A gold cap on that tooth. Like mm-hmm. They're not getting under the. It's not like they're taking the cap off to clean the tooth. So that tooth is. Right. Yeah. yeah, I thought that I was like, they look a little bit too perfect. Something had to be done. You know, it's, good. but he did say something about growth and evolution to your point, uh, Pooh Garnett. And it's like there's some people that will judge you off of your teeth. And it's it's craziness how his whole face changed. 
Yeah. Like with the gold teeth, I can't see him doing nothing but rap city videos. <laughs> now, now he took the gold teeth off, and I see this man on MSNBC. Put yeah. him on CNN. I want to see him on Revolt everywhere. <laughs> his, his, his whole life could change. He he could have been missing this this whole time just just off a of perception. You know, people sure. could look at people with gold teeth a certain way and. Missed the whole point of him. So now he may actually be able to experience something new. I feel like this is when Gucci man took off his like uh, his cone off the side of his face. Remember, he had an ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah, but On I think each transformation was a little bit more because Gucci got the new teeth. He got mm-hmm. the face. He right. got the body like it's like a, a whole new he did. He did all that and got a VH1 wedding special. So <laughs> look at that. <laughs> so Plies is about to be on TV. I would not be surprised. I see a lot of women. He, he over here put up a video talking about I'm shy. Thank you. You ain't shy, boy. You like the attention. Listen, I never said on the I've never said on the radio plies is cute, but (laughs) but after he got rid of them damn gold teeth, he is a cutie. Look like a little snack. Thank you. Uh, Moving on. Doja Cat has gotten off TikTok. She says she feels uncomfortable. Uh, People say what they want in the comments and she she's feeling like she's being bullied. Um, Meanwhile, a lot of other artists are getting on to TikTok. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, guys? I guess the one thing I was confused, and again, I don't, TikTok is one like I'm on, but I'm not on. So I, I are the comments like more than appear on Instagram, which I assume so, because I just didn't understand. The only other thing I was thinking too is there are a lot of more children on TikTok. Um, so maybe she feels like, you know, whether their kid's playing, it just seems a little bit, the, the concept of, or the way they come at her seem to be just a little bit more meaner because even the kids, like my, my goddaughters and God kids are on TikTok. And when they send me messages, the way it's written, it sometimes doesn't sound like their voice. Like it's, it's written, like a, a adult could have wrote that, but I'm like, wait, did she just write this to me? So maybe it's just, I, I think that's maybe what it is. Is like, obviously you have trolls everywhere, but maybe on TikTok, there's much more children that are probably underage that that is their kind of outlet that are messing with her. So, you know, I don't know. I don't follow her enough on TikTok to really see the difference versus what she gets on Instagram. Well, I do think that Doja Cat has a history of putting crazy stuff on the internet. Like we saw, all saw the video of her in the white supremacy chat, like stripping for them and whatnot. That's something I think you should have immediately got yourself off of. In retrospect now, I'm like obsessed with Doja Cat. I think she's beautiful. I think yes. she makes good music. I think that like she honestly to me now, and I know all the other stuff happened, but I'm kind of choosing to look past. You know how I do. I'm choosing to look past it. <laughs> she can do no wrong for me. Like I love Doja Cat. So she feels like she needs to get off TikTok to protect herself. I'm with you. Do you see that? That's yeah, Doja Cat's album, Hot Pink. <laughs> Y'all oh, see yeah, it? Yeah, I see it. You know, um, I was a big Doja Cat fan prior to everybody trolling her, saying that she's a racist or she's a, you know, she's self-hating. Um, I think in general, like, there's trolls everywhere. I don't understand why TikTok in particular is um, is more offensive to her than any other platform, you know? Mm-hmm. she might spend more time on there like so for me i spend like more most of my time on instagram so like if if i write something or people are trolling me on instagram like i kind of want to protect my piece there so like sure you can say what you want on facebook or twitter but i might not see that i see it on instagram because that's where i'm at most of the time so she may be spending a lot of time on tiktok yeah no uh i just think um i'm actually just happy that she did do that because people people 
put themselves in a situation and think that they can't be removed from it, like the comment. So it's like, if it's something you truly don't want to see, then yes, you don't have to see that and you can express that. Now, you know, it happened to be, I guess, like the joke was on her and sometimes that do hurt. And I guess, you know, she just reached her limit where, you know what, I feel like every time I pick up my phone, it's just a joke about me. So I'm just going to be done with this and, you know, kind of move on. And like I said, I think that's pretty cool because you can, like, you, you don't have to go through that with the comments. You don't have to be on Instagram. You don't have to do any of this. This is all a choice. So right. Once you put your phone down, it really don't exist. You can live your life. So I don't understand why she just doesn't block people like, you know how happy I be block delete. <laughs> goodbye. See you never again. <laughs> I be happy. I be immediately. Something, no, you say anything remotely like disrespectful, like your tone, like boop, I bye. It. I, I used to go back and forth with people. I ain't got time for you, bro. We in a pandemic. I got two jobs. Block. <laughs> I was going to say maybe it's too many people on TikTok, though, because she was one of the first, like, bigger stars on there. Maybe it's just so many. She can't keep up with blocking them. Mm. And you I know, guess that's the thing. Somebody just said that. Is TikTok like Instagram? Like, can you remove comments or no, you can't? Well, I don't know. Yeah, like, you can delete you know, comments. You can, you can just, but you know what I'm saying? How Instagram, you could just set all your captions, like, no comments. I don't know if you could do that on TikTok. But another thing that I think may get in her way is that there she's popular. Like she's a big, a big artist. So like when somebody says or does certain things to you, like blogs, like the Shade Room and Baller Alert and stuff, pick that up. So like say she posts something, somebody makes a joke about it, they screenshot it, post on their thing, and it lives elsewhere now. Like okay, I ignored it on TikTok, but damn, I can't ignore it on the Shade Room when everybody else is commenting on it. Like it's <laughs> even blocking. It's like you, it's just too much. Like that, I I couldn't deal with this. You know what though, Shayna, you bring up a good point. I think there's a lot more younger kids on TikTok and I actually don't even feel like TikTok is even a, a platform for kids anymore. I mean, I was reading the other day where they were like, oh, they rolled out these new settings and if you're between the ages of 13 and 15 that your profile is automatically going to be private and uh, you're not going to be able to comment like they have to elect for you to be able to comment okay. on their post. But I'm like, I have nieces that are eight and nine and 10. Say, they're way under 13. Right. <laughs> I, but I didn't realize the TikTok, <laughs> you had to be at least 13 to be on TikTok. So I'm like, there's plenty of kids that are on there that are below 13 and they be wow. out there reckless. I saw my one of my little nieces doing a, um, um, the little dance to uh, yep. what are the dances to what are the sexual songs? It was like savage love. Oh my god! Yeah, somebody, yes. somebody break your heart. Yes. But then I, I was looking at Jason Derulo do the dance, and he's half naked. Well, even in that song, so my nieces and god kids they had me do it, and as I was doing it, I heard like the end of it. He cusses, and I was like, oh y'all, I can't be doing this with y'all. Like he cusses at the end, and they kept being like, no, he doesn't. But then I thought they was trying to get me to be just say they were like, well, what cuss word does he say then? I was like, y'all know it. Y'all never get the song. Y'all never get me to say it and get me in trouble with y'all parents. Y'all know it. Yo, it's out of control. I'm like, Jason the ruler look good as hell, half naked, talking about savage love. And I'm like, listen, this little girl don't need to be seeing that. I'm getting excited watching him sing Savage Love. She don't need to see that. This is inappropriate. <laughs> but I don't I really think that parents need to be careful with TikTok. I don't think it's a place for kids anymore, to be honest. All the all the busting it that's going on on TikTok. Every time I log on there, someone busting it. I'm like, little girl, you are 10 years old. You should not be busting nothing. 
But I mean, like kudos to TikTok and all these other platforms that say you're supposed to be a certain age to get on there. But like, this is the thing. When you log on, when you download the app, the way they verify your age is you selecting your birthday. Exactly. So I guess they're counting on these kids to not know what age they should <laughs> put to see if they're 21 or whatever. But like, that's all you have to do. Right. Or they could be lying too. Yeah, you, you lying too. Like, they just say, like, oh, look, I was born in 1980. Yeah. Throw down and hit it. <laughs> I lie and I'm above age. I'm <laughs> birthday. Why do you need to know that? <laughs> Why do you, I put like I'm 100 years old on <laughs> Yo, I forgot what I was doing on Facebook. They asked me for my ID on Facebook because I had I wanted to put that I was a journalist and they needed to verify that I was a journalist. Do you know they asked me to upload my ID and I sure did right there just so it could <laughs> read journalists on my Facebook. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't have did that. I did. But <laughs> well, you know, they got all the information anyway, so. Yeah, I'm going to say you got enough. Just say, you, I'm already verified. You <laughs> all right, so I'm really excited about this. Um, so, first of all, the Super Bowl is kind of weird this year, because it's like no one cares. <laughs> um, at least I don't. Uh, and like the weekend's doing the halftime show. And I don't know how many people even like are talking about it. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be incredible, but I, I don't see like the same enthusiasm for it that, uh, you know, other people like when Beyonce was going to perform, mm -hmm. people were going wild or even J-Lo, you know? And Shakira. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, so they've announced, in addition to that, that Jasmine Sullivan, Jazzy, is going to be doing the national anthem and her is performing America the Beautiful. And I was so excited about this because let me tell you, Jasmine is going to add so much seasoning to, <laughs> to that damn uh, national anthem. Listen, I, I really I'm expecting it to be kind of like on the Whitney Houston le like level. Yeah. Because Jazz's vocal ability is out of here. But uh, what what do you guys have been hearing about this? Are you excited about this? Are you going to be watching? I well, think I'm it's excited. amazing. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm excited. But oh. I know, you know, just a shout out to Philly Jersey's Adam Blackstone, because he's the one that's going to be doing the arrangement yes. um, for the national anthem. So I'm excited for him because, you know, he's a friend. And, you know, obviously Jasmine, I was just listening to her album today and just her vocal range. And I definitely always feel like she does not get enough recognition right. for her to be able to be on this platform that's big. You know, her, I love her. The one thing that I did feel like is a couple things. And I know that, you know, and it, it, I could be wrong because I know that Jay-Z and Rock Nation and, you know, Jesse Collins Entertainment, they're all invested into the Super Bowl entertainment. I'm like, were they added on? Well, we know why they were added on, but I'm like, because these are diverse women and they're women. But it was almost like, I don't know, maybe they were already thinking this and they just announced it, but I just don't want, I don't want people to keep checking the box now because they feel like, Oh, we got to check the box. We got to have a woman. We got to have somebody of color. Like, you know, definitely I, I, both of those women. And then I know there's a man that I can't remember his name is singing along with Jasmine. Yeah. Not just like it's a black thing. But again, I just don't want it to become one of those things. Like they're just picking people to check a box. But they're incredibly talented. And I'm really excited. So I, I, his, his name is Eric Church, the okay. third guy performing with them. 
I, I disagree with Shayna. I, I want them to keep checking the box because you, you they checked the box. They've checked the box for decades before this, and and we weren't we weren't even listed on the box. We're we're currently listed on that box. Keep checking it until like it's the norm. Like we shouldn't be looking at it like oh they put a black person up there again. Like keep checking the box. I, I just want us to consistently check that box. And to be honest with you, every time I hear an African American artist sing um the national anthem, like they kill it every single time and i feel like for the longest time that's all they gave us was the national anthem now we're getting on the main stage and i and if that's and if that's checking the box i want them to keep checking that box now with jasmine i'm also really excited about it because she's from philadelphia i think that's a really good look for us and i think it's really cool because it shows the power of social media so like and i don't think jasmine sullivan's new album is is that there's not a lot of songs for radio that's like good to play on the radio (laughs) however social media was like that's all they talked about for the past couple days like that's that album like trended I wasn't even really that interested in listening but because every single person I know talked about it right I had to take a listen to it and it shows that society is paying attention to social media to streaming and to these artists that a lot of people like you said Shana don't really give a second look to and I think it is an amazing look for her and I think that's going to change the landscape of entertainment oh. mm-hmm. I, um to agree with all your points and uh, viewpoints. Um, I do agree. K- keep checking the box. I feel what Shane is saying now. I get it. I do get right. it. Right. That's what I, my thing is. Keep checking the box. Like, I don't want it to be this year. Oh, yeah. we had last year, three mm-hmm. years ago, we had two women like that. That's, I guess, was my point. Yeah, your point. Yes. Keep checking it. Don't let it be a 2021 thing. Let, let's let keep this going. Let yeah. it be the norm, like you said. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they chose like a, a different route of like talent, you know, as far as like who they're deciding to put on this big stage, because it's not a Beyonce. And I'm actually happy that it's not a Beyonce, not, you know, that she doesn't deserve it because she deserve it every year. But, um, you know, just to give somebody up and coming that huge platform uh, to to what Mina said about, you know, it not being a lot of hype around the Super Bowl. It may not be right now. But it's still the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah. the Saturday before that Sunday is going to be crazy. But, um, yeah, and given, you know, the way the world is, it's probably going to be record-breaking as far as just viewership because everybody's in the house. So it's, it's like a really – it's going to be a really big deal for the artists that's involved. So the fact that, you know, they did get chosen and Jasmine Sullivan is, like, scorching hot right now to De- uh, Dex Point, uh, you know, to have people, you know, probably hear some of their favorite songs that's like happening right now on stage is pretty cool so uh, I actually think that's a pretty good thing shout out to Jay-Z and Rock Nation and just real quick you said everybody is in the house not in Atlanta and not in Houston I just want to put that out there they're not in the house you know it's gonna be down there <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, considering what's going on socially this year, um, I do think it's an effort to be a little bit more inclusive with the entertainment. But I I would expect even if what happened in 2020 didn't happen, I would expect an artist like her would be included Mm because I feel like she's a little bit more mainstream um, than Jazzy is. But I was super excited for Jazzy because she doesn't get the recognition. And to your point, Dex, you know, social media uh, really is a champion for artists like that. And she's been on the Jimmy Fallon show. Like when I seen Jazzy post this, I was like, wow, you know, and it's the power of that. So um, 
I, I, I love that. And we're going to I can't wait to see this happen more. We're going to see a lot of these lesser known artists on these stages where their talent can shine. <laughs> do you guys think that Jay-Z and Rock Nation and the everybody's putting the performances together, do you think they're kicking themselves now for picking the weekend? Because remember, he was announced early on, like before the whole the world exploded. I bet they're looking like, God. We could have got I mean, anybody. Now we I stuck thought about that too. I did think about that too. Like at this point, because you know, at one, it, there are certain times where the game sells itself. And mm-hmm. to this point, everybody point the game isn't really selling itself. Now we're going to really watch for the entertainment. And I, I do agree with me. And I'm not saying that the weekend won't have a good performance, but it's just like. I, else. <laughs> he, well, he he's in weirdo land right now. Like his videos are really weird. I mean, his face in his last video was like, bro, are you a puppet? Like, <laughs> I just think I think he's trying to do something out of the box and it's not translating well. You know, it, it feels very like Michael Jas- Jackson to me, but you're not Michael Jackson. You know, like that's his whole career, though. And but don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you said he looks like Michael Jackson. No, that? he's no, trying he's to do that weird, like thing. thriller, like vampire, like she said. But he ain't Michael Jackson, right? <laughs> but Michael Jackson also didn't walk the red carpet in the thriller. Like, like he's doing it right. Like Michael Jackson literally did it for a video. You going up to award shows which by the way are award shows with no audience so you're just walking <laughs> randomly on a sound stage with prosthetics on your face and your face rep like he's a weirdo he is very weird all right so uh moving on to our topic this is actually very relevant considering what i've seen on social media this past week so uh we were we have a group chat and uh we were talking about this dex actually brought up uh the topic about sharing too much Like, can you share too much on social media? And we've had this conversation about what should be shared, you know, but now we're at a place where, you know, people are just doing a lot, like more than we saw before, you know, Um, can you share too much on social media? You know, what are your guidelines when it comes to that? Um, I'm very particular about like even where I'm photographed at. Like I'll take pictures obviously in my home, but like you only get to see a certain amount. Like you, this white wall, or sometimes there's a green screen there, but I don't like move around my house. Like I never take pictures inside of my kitchen. I never take pictures inside of my bedroom. I don't want people to see exactly what's there. And I also don't really do that much in other people's homes either. Like I'm very particular about where I am, like when I'm photographed. And I also don't post photographs if I'm in the place at that time like or if I go on a trip or something like that I don't post the picture until either I'm back or I'm headed back like it's you never you're never going to know exactly where I'm at ever (laughs) like that's never going to happen um I mean I'll tag the location and stuff like that but by the time I tag that I'm somewhere else (laughs) I I just would never do that and um I don't think I don't post much. I try not to post my nieces and nephews too much because like I do feel like kids should have the right to be like, yes, I want to be posted. No, I don't. I don't post my fiance much. Um, so do, y- there, do it. Do y'all get into arguments over that? 
No, she she understands it. She doesn't even like social media like that. But like I I I I troll a lot. And like once I trolled mm-hmm. on like a, a celebrity thing and their fans came onto my page and was like wishing death threats to the both of us and stuff like that. And it's just like I I don't like that. Like that's weird to me. So like that's, I was I just rather not go through that. That's what Doja Cat's talking about. Right. I get it. I understand where she's coming from. And that's why I'm like, you mean my block list on social media is so long. Like if you I don't even know you, but you're disrespectful towards me. You got to go. Yeah, same. Um, I, I think it's just, you. obviously, we're seeing even, you know, just people losing their jobs and things about just being mindful of what you do put out there. You know, there's so many times I want to say something or do something on social media. I wish I had like a burner account to do it. But like, that's the thing is like, you do have to be mindful. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna put this out. And then it's it's going to be out there forever, even if I delete it. And it's like, is that the representation of what I want? Because I do feel like what we've learned about social media is it never is truly deleted. Look at some of these rappers and athletes and people that put stuff up and they'll be like, "Uh uh-uh, because on January 3rd, 2010, you said, I'm like, where did they find this stuff? And I do that. I search people's (laughs) stuff. Like I've done that to you guys too. I've searched to see if you guys have said certain things in the past. Have I, what, so what'd you find? I'm curious. Was, I see your inve- your investing your investigative skills. Let me. Y'all y'all learn too bad. I search like certain words. I'll see see if you guys have said these certain words. If you if y'all did it, I would send it to you and be like, you okay, might wait. Know. Now I do really have a question. Is that how you do it? Because I've been wondering how these people do it. Do yeah, you like, like search a word or a phrase. A, a word, a phrase, like a, a name, like whatever and you can go through and see like what the people have said and i didn't know this but you can do this on facebook too like i did it on facebook <laughs> yesterday and i because i you know you look at this on this day thing on facebook and you'd be like yeah not, i said that so i'd be going through deleting stuff and i just for fun i go to see what my friends were saying and they just as bad as i was and not me <laughs> you know I, I went to syracuse they don't play they teach you listen freshman year whatever you put on the internet you you know and you got to think we're a little bit older mm-hmm. so when social media first came out facebook was just for college students yeah. right you know when i was in college so there wasn't twitter and all of this but listen they got you together at syracuse university honey the freshman year they was like look this is new. Don't be on there acting crazy and cute. You know, you this this is going to come back and bite you in the ass years later. So don't don't write anything crazy on there. See, for us, they just said, make sure you don't get um, you're not on there with bottles of beer and liquor and stuff like that in your hand. So we knew not to do that. But I didn't know not to call girls B words and say the <laughs> F word and all this stuff like that on there. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, dang, uh as far as just like sharing too much, it's all about, I feel like, what you can handle. Yeah, because I've seen you in your underwear. That's- <laughs> <laughs> right, now for you, it might be different. Exactly, you are yeah. like a comedian. So like certain things that you have to share might not be what Mina would share, what I would share, what Dex would share, but it like fits, you know, also what you're trying to do on social media. I agree. Right, all right. And, and, and even, you know, I, you know, y'all touched on a relationship point, even that, you know, uh, us being journalists and being in this entertainment realm, you know, we we eventually are going to get poked at because of the things we may say or, you know, we may rub some people the wrong way. But like our families or whoever we're attached to, they're in for that ride as well. So you got to be mindful just about posting that too, because that person didn't ask for this. You did, you know, that this is your career 
and everything. So you just got to be more mindful. But um, yeah, just as you know, your career, a lot of things in context could be put as far as like sharing, you know, a little too much. Like you said, Dex, I've been I've been a little wild on it. <laughs> a little. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. I had a real life stalker. And um, it's crazy how people stalk you these days. It's literally all off of social media. And I literally like I'm not trying to put too much of this out into the world because this was a very scary moment for me. And but, um, you know, part of the reason why how we got him to stop stalking me was all of the stuff that he left on social media that was really, um, you know, proof that he was following me around. So because I had that experience, Dex, to your point, um, I don't put where I'm at in the moment. You know, I, I always post after um, unless it's like an appearance and it's like a station thing I'll post. But, you know, if I'm out to dinner, I'll, I'll post when I leave. That just really changed my whole perspective on on putting too much out there. And it's scary. Like, I remember going to the cops and then they were like, well, what's the person's name? Where do they live? And I was like, I don't know. They're following me and through social media, like, you know, and then showing up in real life. Like, look at the tweets. This guy is nuts. He's obsessed with me. And, um, you know, I think our judicial system is very behind when it comes to uh, stalking laws, you know, on the Internet and people become obsessed with you. And I really had a hard time trying to get this man to stop or trying to even get the police involved to reach out to him, be like, yo, chill, homie. Like and I'm a public person, you know, so people got to be mindful of that. Everybody these days is a public person. I mean, these TikTok followers, you could have, uh, you know, 500 thousand followers now you're a public person true. you know and there's real crazies out here and you just got to be careful and i do think we're sharing too much you know i there's no reason why i'm seeing michael b um Dwayne wade completely naked on the internet bro you're like 45 years old why do i know where the curves in in your hip you know in your hip is <laughs> like i just there's no way or like Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey like, bro, I'm not trying to see you have your hand on her boob. Like, that's the picture that you keep in your phone. I don't want to see that on the Internet. Like, like the one thing that I've seen a lot and I'm not a mother yet. And God willing, one day I will be a mother. And I do think breastfeeding is beautiful. I don't necessarily know why I got to see it on Instagram. Though. <laughs> like That's just my thing is like, that's a beautiful moment in your house with your child. I don't know why it's like this new like thing like, oh, it's so beautiful. We should share it with the world. And then, you know, what happens with Instagram? I looked at one. Now I go to my Explore page. All I see is a whole bunch of breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, y'all really <laughs> like y'all up here really posting these pictures. Breastfeeding. I'm confused. <laughs> You gotta go look at something else. Uh, <laughs> or the naked baby pictures. Like, how many pedophiles are out here in the world? How would you do that with your child? Yeah. Right. You posted your child in the bath. Like, it's cute to you, but that. And, and then there's always this conversation of like, oh, just because there's crazies out there, I'm not gonna stop. Be you know, sharing this moment with people. Like, okay, well, if your kid ends up on Pornhub for kids, right? Like, you know, like, you're right. You're, you put out that information. 
the reason I actually thought this was a good topic is because like this woman posted, like I left America, me and I think she's what a woman, me and my wife or whatever left America to live in Bali for like X amount of years. And then it came out that she got arrested because they found out that she like overstayed her residence visa or something like that. And they got arrested because of that. But we wouldn't have never. No, forget us. The authorities wouldn't have never known if you didn't post it out on social media. It went viral because she was bragging about not living in America. And it's just like, oh, but you're not supposed to be here. And then I saw somebody earlier today and we're on Facebook now, so they might see this. And I don't mean any disrespect by it, but like they posted like I just got my COVID test results back. And it's like pray for me. So I would assume that you're positive for COVID. Sorry, if you had an STD, you would not post, oh shit, I just got my STD test back. Like what? that's a medical thing. Like, why do you guys feel the need to give us your medical history like that? Like, it, like with the COVID thing, I almost feel like some people share that because they want the attention. Like, I know that it's a public health thing and you know, you want people to pray for you and all this stuff like that. But I don't know. Sometimes I'll see certain posts and I'm just like, are you posting this for me to pray for you? Or do you just want us to know that you have COVID? Like you want, it's like, it's like, look, I got it too. Me too. Me yeah. Too. I don't know. It's too much, but you know what I've noticed? Um, even with my personal pictures, like the pictures where I'm half naked, get the most likes. I feel like people post these outrageous things because other people react to them. That's true. That's you know, I mean. and it's like people are doing it for the likes. You know, why else would Dwayne? Why else is Dwayne Wade naked on my timeline? Like you got kids and even your kids are on there like, bruh, I'm not trying to go on social media and see you naked. But that bothered me because I felt like the kids posting that like that was a part of the whole thing. Like they wanted that. Like this family craves attention so much because literally the baby, the baby, they wrote it from her page. Oh, my God. I can't believe I, I'm seeing this. Like that to me is. <laughs> With publicity stunt. Exactly. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense to me that like because if my parents posted something naked, I'm calling them, take this down. I wouldn't <laughs> comment on the post. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like the whole thing was like orchestrated by the family because they want attention. And I just I hate it. Yeah, but then you see regular people emulate emulating that. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's a effect. it's vicious, it's a trickle-down effect. We all want attention. We all do. Like, all of us. Instagram is literally, like, meant for that. And, you know, those people that's, you know, being naked or doing whatever that they got to do, they get a lot of, uh, what do you, like, social currency from that. Like, that's that's what they get from it. Dwayne Wade is probably selling something. I don't know why he was naked. Was he? He's selling ass. <laughs> it was his birthday. I don't know. But a lot of those things, yeah, definitely come with attention. People, you know love publicity um and they do things to draw the attention to hopefully i guess sell you something at the end so well you know what i do love though because i agree with you but i love that some people don't know how to do it like i can post something <laughs> lots of attention on it and other people can post the same thing and nobody would care i like i take pride in knowing that i'm really good at getting a reaction and people they be posting something like nobody cares <laughs> like <laughs> you ain't get no likes on this nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> the girl with the bat well not your girl but the girl who posted the valley thing she probably wanted people to be like oh how is it how it's so amazing <laughs> How did you do this? How did you did you know what I mean? Again, to 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 Garnett's point, wanting some kind of attention, but in that case, she definitely got the wrong attention because the authorities was like, "Oh, really? You would have to live in the valley? Well, you got that stimulus. <laughs> Wait, or the guys or the people who posted from the Capitol? Like you, you just broke into the Capitol, bro. You got your feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Capitol. 
and you you putting out evidence like I was like, these people are not the brightest. And some of these were Senate like Congress people and people that you would think you would think would know enough about the power <laughs> of social media. So that's what I'm saying. Like it is it's interesting, but it's also like funny, you know, that it is happening to certain people. But in the in attention standpoint, I, I do agree with Garnett. Like we all have social media because we want or need attention for something, whether it's the career, whether it's the podcast, whether it's just personal, but I just think it becomes within limits. Like how much attention do you want? And some people <laughs> obviously crave more than others. That's a good question, Shane. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Kardashian, remember, she kind of said like, I mean, obviously that family's a little different, but she said like- A little. On the naked amount of naked pictures, I mean, it was way late, and it was probably after Beyonce said, "You know, um, I'm uh, break the internet, and I ain't number two, but whatever." That's maybe when you decided you weren't going to post naked pictures anymore. Yeah, well, I think you know everybody feels like they're a celebrity now. So before, when Kim Kardashian did do it, it was like, "Oh my god!" Now, like Joe mm-hmm. Schmo's sex tape gets posted on the internet, and we all see it, and like, or OnlyFans. Like, girl, who are you? An OnlyFans model? That's the problem, though. Like, people, they see the Kim Kardashians and they see other people that they know do this stuff. So then they turn around and think they can do the same thing. Now you're butt naked on OnlyFans and you've made no money off of it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's on the internet for the world to see. All all your classmates have seen it. Your parents have seen it. The church has seen it. It's over for you. Like, Like, not the church. I'm telling you, quarantine has made people bad. Like, I mean, the stuff I've seen people do in quarantine, it's just like, how do you recover from this? Because the world's going to open up, back up again. And we're not going to forget that we saw you naked on OnlyFans. No, I'm surprised by the busted challenge. Like, girl, your whole cheek is out and you're busting it. Oh. <laughs> like, give them a pass. It's okay. First of all, it, it went, it literally went from like, you look real crappy to you look real sexy to like, girl, yeah, it's, it's you went in a porn video, girl. <laughs> you in a thong and and a bra, pumping <laughs> the air. Like, I think that's okay though. I think that, <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> girl, and it's funny. Like, that shows me how bored people are in quarantine. The way the busted challenge has evolved. Because to me, at this point, it was almost like the other one where you switch real quick. But I'm like, yo, y'all really actually filming like. Like you work for Pornhub videos to do this family. <laughs> Yo, and then it originally, I think it was like maybe like 15, 30 seconds. Now there's this extended version where you hear the whole nasty song and they do it moves. I'm like, what is this, girl? You got a whole choreography for it? No, there's no choreography. You hump in the air. <laughs> like you're humping the air and you're tooting your booty. And I'm like, girl, this is way too long. That's wild. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, I guess we're all pretty conservative here because <laughs> we all feel like people are sharing too much. Way too much. That's just where we at in the world, though. It would be like we wouldn't be in 2021 if we still was acting like 1996. <laughs> you know, it's just like we got to share, like to even keep moving forward. Hopefully we don't self-destruct with all of this freedom beforehand. But... Right now, it's only going to get crazier. This is light. <laughs> this is super light. 
It is only going to get wilder. People are also sharing things, though, that like like my cousin sent me this video the other day. And I like he always sends video back and we send videos back and forth. Usually mine are a little bit more conservative than his, but whatever. So I clicked the video and it's this guy who's walking out of this place, whatever. And I'm reading that it's in New Jersey somewhere. He's walking out of this place. He goes to get in his car. Another guy like is driving. It's normal. The video's so normal. Next thing you know, this guy gets out of his car and starts to shoot the man. And then you see the guy fall over on. the, And I'm just like like you no warning like you that stuff to me is just like insane like you could literally scroll your timeline and see somebody getting shot mm-hmm. i don't think that's i to me like that's like too much yeah it's overshare yeah i remember the first time i saw that and i just started crying um and it was like a police related incident and um i was just like I guess sometimes you have when it comes to that particular, you know, that topic, um, I think sometimes you have to see it so you understand the severity of what's happening. Um, So I think that has definitely contributed to the movement that we're having right now where people actually believe that they, they, you know, police officers are uh, exhibiting excessive force. But I just I I felt like I don't want to be in a world where I watch somebody die when I open up Instagram. I don't want that in my psyche. But then again, there's positives from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely the the trauma that overshare, you know, that causes some of the trauma to 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 Dex's point. Like sometimes somebody will send you a video and they don't really tell you. They'll just be like, oh my God, watch this. And then you're Mm -hmm. watching it. And then like you said, the next thing you know, you're like, yeah, you probably, even if to your point, I needed to see that to know, you probably should have maybe told me what I was watching before you're just like, oh my God, watch this. And and, you know, at least to prepare me a little bit. So maybe if it is something that I know is important for me to see, I'm taking my time, I'm watching it, you know, within the right right frame of mind. Cause it is traumatic to see those things over and over again into your point garnet where we were in 1996 when we were growing up those were not things that we saw because we didn't have social media now we're dealing with this new age of children and people that that is now their norm so it's like trying to help them as we navigate through it how do we help them navigate through it as well yeah i be checking people man you got to check them young. And my little cousin, she was over here doing some little TikTok dance. Hello, you eight years old, little girl. You shouldn't be doing that. I checked them real fast. Because otherwise they really don't know any better. Right. I mean, they don't know any better. That's a really good point. Because I I, I I say this often just about like my generation where, well, all of us, we, we grew up where, you know, we had, it was before the internet. And then we had dial up. And then we got the internet, like, so like in our heads, there is a real phrase as like a, a internet person. Yeah. Like we know that's that that's y'all grew up on it. That's all you know. And you don't know no better because you don't, you didn't know what it was like before it. Like you have no clue. Yeah. Your, your whole sense of being is my phone, the internet, and that's my life. So. We ain't know what it was like going in that library getting that encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> in overall, you all that stuff. Google saved a bunch of time. I'm not telling you that right. <laughs> For real. But you also gain your perspective of people through their social media posts. Like, for instance, 
like Garnett and Shannon, I never met you guys in, I have now, but before I met you guys through the internet. So like I, my initial thoughts of you were based on a po- hearing you on a podcast and seeing what you post on social media. And I just don't think people think enough about that when they post certain things, because you're literally giving a stranger all this access to your life. You have no idea who this person is or what they can do with that information, but you're just posting it willing, willy nilly. And we've, we all know someone who we met through the internet first. I just feel like you just got to be more mindful of that kind of stuff when you're posting. Yeah, I had this dude slide into my uh, DMs talking real reckless. And then, I, you know, when I met him, I thought he was a creep. So um, my friends had introduced me to him and I'm like, that that dude's a creep. And then um, they were like, no, he's not. He's a really good guy. I'm like, he was in my DMs being real creepy. So when I... (laughs) Right. So when I first met him, you know, it was weird. And he tried to act like he wasn't being a whole creep (laughs) in my DMs. Like, nah, bro, you was being a whole creep. And then he tried to deny it, say maybe I was hacked. But like, so now, you know, his I know his friends, they think he's a he's a saint. He's a good guy. And I try to get over the fact. But I know you a creep, bro. I know you a creep. (laughs) <laughs> what? You look at the followers. <laughs> I know you a creep. It's just hilarious. <laughs> I know you a creep. Man. I know you. He's a. You can say you was hacked. You know that. Like you. You know you. We both know you a creep. But it's like to that poor man. All he was doing was trying to shoot a shot in the DM, and now he's a creep. No, it was the way that he did it. I listen. It was almost like I was like, Nah, I'm good. He's like, What? You too good? I was like, Bro. You in my DMs trying to get with me, and I'm like, no, thank you. And now you going off on me? You're a damn creep. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, so I guess people are sharing too much. Just be careful. There's crazies out here, guys. You know, um, I just, you don't get yourself locked up or, you know, deported. <laughs> <laughs> or you want to be a journalist and you posted naked pictures right in 19 like don't do it don't do it unless you storm the capitol if that's the case you should stop <laughs> your work continue to post those pictures <laughs> all right guys anything else you want to add um, just really quickly, um, this um, this Thursday is the Ashanti versus Keisha Cole versus battle. I'm already ready to go. Make sure you guys uh, tune into that battle and, and root for Team Ashanti. <laughs> Did you get their shirt? They have merchandise. I'm not buying their shirts so I can get, make my own. I, don't so. <laughs> I thought you was a fan. You're supposed to support her. I, I am supporting her with like with me. Like this guy, that shirt don't have me on it. Like, come on. <laughs> That is a fact. <laughs> you you still excited about that? I'm, I wasn't, but like now that this week is here, I said, "Damn, I'm so excited." Because <laughs> the point, actually drained. It's like I, I was I, pretending like I didn't. Care. I really didn't care for a minute because I'm just like, okay, well, like you canceled it twice. Like, come on, it's over with. Don't worry about it. But then they were like, "Are right, we doing it here? Rain, rain, sleet, or snow, whatever?" I said, "All right, I'm excited again." <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I know I'm pretty sure it's going to be incredible. I'll probably have a different opinion um, afterwards. But right now I'm just like, y'all should have done this a month ago. You know, you know what it is. They out here trying to make money, Yeah. you know, and they out here trying to get little, you know, business endorsements and Ciroc, that little Ciroc check from Diddy. Like that's what's going on here in the COVID getting in the way of the check. But it was never about the check. At first it was about 
right. music. music. And I feel like that has evolved so much, you know, now, especially with the Jeezy and Gucci Man one, it was like musically Gucci Man had no business, you know, battling Jeezy. But the beef mm-hmm. made it like, you know, salacious. And I just feel like that whole thing is kind of evolving into that, you know, and it's like it's nice that we can go back to just worrying about the music and not let's be in the same room because we want a sponsor, you know, or I'm sure, you know, they did theirs at the King of Diamonds. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Easy. And I'm sure they cut the check. You know, ain't nobody going there right now. People, COVID. I you mean, going there right now. No, it's Atlanta, so you know. Oh, they are. You right? <laughs> <laughs> people sick in there. What are you doing down there? <laughs> okay, you right. <laughs> All right, guys. Anybody else want to add anything? Um, just that I'm excited that uh, All American is back. So I will be watching that. Um, did you watch this week's episode? No, 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 I did it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. And yeah, I saw I, it. Watch it. I do. Don't don't spoil it yet. I'm really <laughs> turning it on tonight. I'm not. How do you have time to watch All American when it comes on Mondays when wrestling is on? Ain't nobody watching wrestling but you, bro. <laughs> watch it on Tuesdays, man. That's it. Watch it on Tuesdays. <laughs> you know what, though? When I was watching it, I was, like, confused as to the storyline. And I hate when shows do this. They go away for a long time. And then months later, they come back and you're like, wait a minute. I forgot what happened last. That's, well, sometimes it switch up. This is my theory. I, I, I believe I'll be correct on it. But, um... That's because they don't have the rest of the whole show complete. So they actually got to go and like write it and then come back and shoot it and do it like that. Usually like the first two or three seasons, that'd be the stuff that's written to completion. And that's why the story be so good. And then you get to the fifth, sixth, seventh season. They're like, oh, we got picked up. We wasn't ready for this. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's like when they say artists drop their first album and they've been working on that first album their whole life. And then it's always that second album where they can't get over the hump because now you got to come up with unique material that you ain't used on your first album. So how about you, Shayna? Anything you want to add? No, I just am very excited that Servant is back on Apple TV, but I didn't watch it how people watched it in um, uh, Philly or Pennsylvania's areas on M. Night Shyamalan is one of the directors. It is so good and they filmed it actually here in philly too and i believe it's got picked up for a third season but they just a lot of stuff here huh he does a lot of stuff here he does all his stuff here which i think is awesome because he always tries to keep it whether it's in the city or bucks county he tries Mm -hmm. to keep it in this area and that brings money and jobs so during the pandemic they filmed it you know down here so it was somewhere in like society hill but it's such a good Listen, I've tried to get in on one of those movies. I'd, I've applied for a couple of them. I try to get into Creed. They didn't, they didn't answer me back. <laughs> well, I know with the with Servant, because of COVID, they kept like, they it, the series period doesn't have a lot of extras. And then this season, he said they kept it to where it was just like the main cast because of COVID. Yeah. We've seen in a lot of these different shows that filmed at some point in COVID. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for watching and listening. We are going live every Tuesday on Facebook at 830 on the dots. We're trying to be better with time. So uh, we will talk to you next week. And thank you for listening. It's the 161st episode of the Venus House podcast. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. Jack Stucky. (laughs) Bye, guys.